A podcast network. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go put some hot water in my tea. Say hi to the people in the chat. Live from the fifth floor of the Ravenclaw Tower inside of a Hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry inside the Ravenclaw common room. I gotta figure out what I actually say. You guys, it's two filthy nerds. Cause we're filthy and we're nerds. And there's dose of us. There is dose of us. That's right. There's two of us. We're here. There's also people joining us in the chat from our Patreon, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. If you want to be part of the live Do it. live chat, got to join there. We're not what seeing the shit. What are you waiting shit. for? Yeah. What are you waiting for? If you're shitting on us on YouTube right now because it's gone live on the comedy store, we're not seeing your shit. So shit away. Who cares? We already went over that last if episode. If you want to shit with authority... Head over to our Patreon Absolutely. for a nominal amount a month. You can shit on us to our faces and we will respond to you. Like if you really want to talk shit, let's make this a fucking roast battle, okay? Don't just sit there with the anonymity that you have on YouTube with your avatar and your fucking handle that says nothing about you with no bio. We're out here being public figures, putting ourselves out there for you to scrutinize and ridicule. Grow a pair. Come on over to Patreon and let's get physical, okay? Mm hmm. That was a on lot. that note. A uh, little uh, housekeeping, as they say, little house self keeping. We are we're doing Die Hard. It's happening this Wednesday, the twenty third. It's dropping. We will have a guest, Josh Makuga. You know him from his show on the History Channel. He's fucking incredible. I'm really excited for you to experience Die Hard. I'm excited. I've never seen it. By the time this it's episode crazy drops, to me that you've never seen it. Uh, like Hans yeah. fucking Gruber. Already had that spoiled. Who that is? Snape. Fucking God damn it. Who Eric spoiled the, it? Eric in, in the Oh yeah. Eric. Patreon. Always a rogue Eric. spoiler. Um, Eric loves a good spoiler. I'm still excited. I'm excited to see to see Snape uh, or Alan Rickman play a character who I assume is a villain. I feel like that's his sweet spot. Uh, it really is. I want to see him in something where he's not a villain. I don't Okay, so I mean, you're I don't confirming really know his body he's a of villain all that well. Um, so now I know he's a villain. It never ends. Anyway. Oh, wait. I just ruined that? Yeah, but it's fine. What uh, I mean, what are we going to do? When did Dyer come out? 1943? Who knows? Listen, we're almost done with Bachelorette. If you're sick of that shit, it's almost done. The This will be the week of the By the way, how could premiere. you be sick of it? We hate it and we love to hate it. Uh, it's so fun. Just it's so bad and it's so good. Screaming at the television. Uh, also fun seeing myself in the camera and this giant bald spot. Uh, we both have the same quarantine's love. going fine. Uh, um, so anyways, we'll be doing another series after Bachelorette. We don't know what it is yet. We will likely have our patrons vote on it. Uh, we might do some one-offs of movies may have some special guests and do things they haven't seen or the things that they love that we haven't seen. So get excited. We're doing it all. 
I'm getting pumped for for uh, uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's where I that's where I want to be, which is likely going to be the next one of the one of the next series we do. Uh, cool. We'll probably have our patrons vote on officially what the next one is, but that will definitely be a choice, and it will be done eventually. In any case, because we got to go through everything. There's so many things to watch and a horrible amount of things I haven't seen. Uh, but but where we are right now is the Half-Blood Prince. We're halfway through it. Nicole hasn't read it. If you're new to this podcast, so you know, the whole format is that one of us hasn't seen or read something uh, or, or a special guest hasn't seen or read something that we love. So yeah, we know that Harry Potter is two decades old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. We know. I'm two decades old. Yeah. And she Only doesn't, two decades. Yeah. And she doesn't look a d- decade older than mm. two decades. Nope. I'm, I look 20. She does. I, She's youthful. And my, I'm in my early to mid late 20s. How could I have read Harry Potter? I wasn't even born yet. I, I still don't know how to read. Was I'm I? so young. Oh. I mean, I was, but then I was, but if I was a 20, it doesn't matter. Speaking you guys, of being young. Oh, this is what we're running our mouths about, you guys. Holy shit. We kind of talked about it briefly uh, in the last podcast, but we wanted to run our mouths about it this time. Sex ed. Yeah. What? Okay. Apparently there, there's a whole span of what sex ed meant for some people. I, I saw a woman give birth the miracle of life. You saw that. So when you got into sex ed, that was like one of your first things. Oh, no, they wait, showed that, you? Was, that was sixth grade. That wasn't even sex ed. That was just a movie we watched in sixth grade. Never mind. Wow. They just were like sprung it on you. And yeah, they're like, they were just like, we're watching the miracle of life. I will say it was so notorious that, you know, people talked about, oh, in sixth grade, you're going to have to watch the miracle of life. That was one of those things where like, that was our putting a condom on a banana, which we never did because I came from an abstinence only school district where uh, we were taught, well, just don't do it. Just yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. We're not going to teach you how to do it because you're not going to do it. By the way, not effective. Uh, I know so so many teen pregnancies at my school. Just not. Are they? Do they still? Do you know if schools still teach that abstinence only thing? I'm sure there are schools that do. I don't know if mine does. I'll tell you this: it seems like a lot of people I grew up with never figured out what a condom was, based yeah. on the amount of kids I see in my timeline. Just, yeah. I mean, you know what it is, but you don't even care. No, because it's like, well, why bother? I'm like, if I'm if I'm not risking everything, how am I supposed to come? If I'm not worried mm-hmm. that I may create a life or worse, get a degenerative disease in my vagina. How am I supposed Absolutely. to get turned on? It's the risk. It's, Ugh. it really is the HPV. It it's, it's a real thing. And if it's not like a potential problem, I can't come either. Yeah. By, by the way, that was not something that was talked about in my sex ed classes. We went through a slew of STDs. I didn't know about never, HPV until I college. I never heard about HPV at all. I never yeah. heard about HPV until the doctor told me I had it. And I was like, <laughs> what's and that? I have what? A what? Yeah, the what? I, uh, in college. I have HIV. No, no HPV. P. And you're like, oh, that's fine. This is like, always well, about you. I. <laughs> I, I, I. I fucking. I, I think the only reason I learned about it uh, when I did is because I had a sorority sister who worked at the fuck. What was that place called? The health, the university health center where you could get like yeah, free yeah. condoms. And she gave safe sex speeches to like sororities and stuff. She like so went funny. Around. I knew a girl who did that and they would have safe sex um, party attendants. That's so funny. And they would send people around to like frat parties and bars and they would just show up and be like, who needs condoms? And they'd hand out condoms, male condoms and female condoms. Well, I would. 
Ew, female condoms? Female condoms were so funny to me. They looked like body bags for dicks. Yeah, it just, I, I'm not going to jam. That's the thing is that like, I still don't understand how female condoms work because my only knowledge of them is, I mean, like I've seen one in a gynecologist's office and then I just have to assume how you put it up there. It's a lot like how I figured out tampons after going through several tampons uh, by trying to push it in from the outside instead of sticking the whole applicator inside of me. So you were just shoving. How are you trying to put a, a, a tampon in? Well, this is probably not fun for all of the people watching uh, both in the Patreon chat who are uh, a lot of men tuned in right now. And also comedy store chat. They've all left. They've killed you know themselves. What? We'll but stop. Here's I would take where the, you know, okay. So for those of you who don't know, which is, uh, statistically, according to my Instagram, 70% of my target audience, uh, there is a cotton tampon inside either a cardboard. It's inside a cardboard or plastic applicator. Then you like push it in. And what you're supposed to do is put the applicator inside of you, then push, then push the tampon out. I would put the lip, like the tip. Just, here, oh, you just tip it. The tip of the applicator up to my vagina lips and then just try to sh- to shove it <laughs> shove it in there and I was like I guess I guess my vagina's just too tight I guess I just can never use tampons uh, uh, so you that's probably why you have such a tight vagina I mean you were never putting in the tampon well no eventually someone told me and I figured out and I was like turns out my my vagina's not tight I'm just stupid um, <sighs> it is still tight though okay I've still got it according to one person yeah uh in 1992. I miss you, Uncle Ed. Anyway, uh, <laughs> did you learn about putting in tampons and stuff? I, I feel like I learned about no. periods, but I didn't learn. Nobody, I didn't learn. I learned about periods, but no one told us about putting in tampons. I remember uh, I got my period at Brooke Sherline's house and Brooke had already had her period. So she had to like coach me through a tampon. That's so fun. Yeah. I feel like with your group of girlfriends, was it a thing where you like called each other? You're like, oh my God, I got my oh, period. So big. Oh, I remember... I remember I wanted my period so bad because I was the last person to get my period. I was like almost 14, almost 15, maybe. Wow. That was only five or six years ago. Only five or six years ago. (laughs) And uh, when I, when first I thought I got it, but really my friend, uh, Jessica Asimani, she and I were playing and we like were kicking each other in the cunt. Um, and like hitting each other like in the vagina of just why you know, what is wrong I don't with know. you guys we were, we were both tomboys we thought it was funny to just like beat each other up and I remember she hit me in the vagina so hard that like I the jeans I was wearing like cut the inside of my vagina somehow and, and it wasn't bad but there was like a, a little bit of a cut and then I peed later on that night and I thought I got my period because there was a little bit of blood and I was like yes finally <laughs> I was so amped and I was like, mom, I got my period. And, and then just, she gave me a pad and then I woke up the next morning and the pad was totally empty. And you were like, it's a miracle. And then I was like, fuck mom, my period went away. And then uh, I like sat with a mirror and looked at my Ooh, vagina and found this little tear. And I was that like, is, oh, yeesh. That is a hard um, day. And then I vagina. didn't get my period for real um, until uh, maybe like a year later. Wow, that is so, hard. That I got my period at home and the only po- person home was my stepdad, Terry. And it was not fun. 
because uh, I had to go to Terry for help. Would you, let me give me a reenactment. What'd you say to Terry? I knocked on the bedroom door where he was just sitting in his bedroom watching TV, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah." Yes. What do you want? And I was like, can I come in? And he's like, sure. And I opened the door and I just stood there and he's like, what? And then I said, uh, I'm bleeding. And he's like, do you need a bandaid? And I was like, do they have band-aids for vaginas? I'm bleeding from my vagina. Do you have a band-aid for that? That is the and best then he's like, oh, period uh, story uh, I've ever heard in my mother. life. And like, by the way, the only thing that my mom had laying around was like a pad that had come in some type of free sample woman's kit because she oh, had, so it was basically a diaper. Yeah. Because she had thought she hit menopause. She didn't, she just didn't have her period for years. And then it came back. Cause God knows what happened. What unhealthy bullshit she went through to just not I get mean, your first period. Your but that father can leaves her then her period. I mean, yeah, no, my, my period when my father died, didn't come for a whole extra month. And it's like, can we leave? Can we, it's like the periods, like you're on your own bitch. I'm not, yeah. even your genitals can't stand your yeah. grieving. By the way, looking at our Patreon chat, uh, there, there is a good friendly man named John in there who is reminding all of us tampons do not go down the toilet. That sounds like someone who's had his toilet destroyed. I am alarmed by the amount of adult women I've met who don't know that. And they think that we can run a country. We can't even throw our tampons out properly. We can't even run a toilet. I mean, my God. That's what the, what do you think the trash can is in the bathroom for? For your just fucking regular trash? It's for your tampons. Here's my problem with throwing tampons in the trash. I have a dog. So tampons in the trash known as buffet. Yeah. Get a trash with a lid on it. He knows how to open lids. He does. How do you yeah. know you don't have one on your trash? I had one before and he opened it. I don't believe her, you guys. I don't believe he her. He knocked over the trash can and got the bloody tampon out. He's a scoundrel. He is a scoundrel. <sighs> your trash can's really cute, though. Maybe I'll get a new one like yours and try it all over again. It has a lid. And I did that specifically because I was worried about dogs. My dog has never eaten my tampon yet. You have oh. a really good dog when it comes to that. She's not a trash eater. No, she's not. She only eats meat. If there was meat in the trash, maybe. This was supposed to be about sex ed, and now it's all about tampons. Uh, did you guys wait? Did you get the pictures of dicks like covered in algae and stuff? What? Yeah. Dicks covered in algae? We had a what? slideshow of like genitals covered in things. And they're like, this is what will happen if you have sex. Also, whose dick was that? Who's waiting that long to go to a doctor before they're like, I think maybe there's something wrong. But then men still want pictures of their dick out in the world so bad. They're like, should we take a picture for a science book or something? Fucking covered. Dick barnacles. Yeah, no, the it was like barnacles. I'm telling you, and anyone who went through this in health class knows what I'm talking about. It wasn't like a herpes was on it. And they're like, oh, I have one sore. It was like genitals covered in wounds. And it's like, what? Was this person just lost in a desert, but also fucked a cactus and they couldn't get to a hospital till years later? It was like it was a horror movie of genitals because you know why you probably didn't see it because you didn't have abstinence only education. This was fear based education. If you have yeah, sex. That's what I was just going to say. By the way, I just looked for scary dick pictures. Don't for do sex that. Ed. I, terrible idea. But uh, I think. I think uh, the fear based thing actually kind of works like that fucked me up a little. I remember. The first time I saw a dick with disease on it, it was like cauliflower dick. Oh, was it a wrestler? And, 
you know, pretty much. It was like a wrestler's ear in the shape of a dick. Um, but it and had did you just see it in person? No, I saw it. I saw it in one of my mom's like medical books. Ah, okay. Um, it was a, uh, it, it was a, a dermatology book. Cause I wanted to be a dermatologist cause it was pre-med. Uh, and, uh, Hold on. Dick with cauliflower. I'm going to show you. No, this is an audio podcast for the most part. We got to wrap up. We've got to get to a break. The most important takeaway from this is that if you Google gross vagina, there's a lot of things you don't want to see, but you'll also see my album cover in the first page. Uh, that is a true fact. Somebody told me. I wish they hadn't sent me a screenshot because it was. I, it still haunts me. But enough about our sex problems. We've got to talk about the sex problems of these horny teens. We're going to take a break. And we'll be right back. Wait, can I show you guys a picture of the cauliflower dick? I found it. All right, we're back. Chapter 16, a very frosty Christmas. Oof. Huh? Is that about cum? Who knows? Should be. It better be. Uh, our podcast it will be for for fucking sure listen we're at the borough for christmas harry's gone home as promised with ron for the holidays he is circling around this malfoy and snape thing i mean as he should be yeah he's telling everyone what he overheard i mean he's retelling mr weasley who we know has already gone and checked the malfoys uh and he's getting the same response about snape which is well snape's probably just you know trying to pretend so we can get information and but it's like, what are we waiting for? Why? Well, like, if we know that Malfoy could have information, why aren't we in there snatching up Malfoy? I mean, I know. I don't know. It's like, do they just not think he's that big of a threat? Maybe he's not that big of a threat. He I mean, Harry tries to go to Lupin about the Snape thing. And I mean, Lupin kind of gives him the same thing. That's like, look, I trust Dumbledore. Dumbledore trusts Snape. End of story. It's one of those. This feels a little like the adult because I said so. Yeah, this does feel like because I said so. And it's infuriating because I don't understand why at this point everybody's pumping the brakes on listening to Harry. Yeah, it's like, uh, sorry, were any of you chosen? He was maybe consider his viewpoints a little bit. Yeah, yeah. How many times this kid has had to save the fucking day? Well, also just to go, maybe you should drop it. To a kid that it's like easy for you to say one of us has to die, me or Voldemort. That's yeah, my yeah. every day I wake up and I go only one of us can live. But oh, let me just drop it. Yeah, yeah. No let me deal. just take it easy on this information that I found. That's probably very viable. Ugh, so annoying. And it's also like Harry points out that he's like, how can Lupin not hate Snape? Like Snape's the one who accidentally ratted him out about being a werewolf. That was a great point. Yeah. And. Lupin's response was also a semi-great point that he's like, yes, he did, but he's also the only one who made me wolf spain the entire time I was there so that he wouldn't have to suffer and turn into a werewolf and like go through the whole thing. I mean, also a good point, but still like... Essentially, that's Midoff. Midoff or Midoff. (laughs) What? I said he wolf spain is basically Midoff or werewolves. It just calms the cramps. I just... We were going to skip that point that uh, was actually beautifully made by our producer, Sam. And I feel like we talk so much about periods that we have to say that because really yes. is, is being a werewolf any worse than being a woman? Hmm? Not according to the guy I was seeing. We're basically the same thing is that you turn into a monster for four days of the month. 
or five, yeah. or if you're me, sometimes nine. I'm sorry, or I interrupted you. the whole you. month. Yeah, for you're me, like, it's I guess- really the whole month. There's probably two days of reprise for me. Wow, that's. Sounds- I'm either getting my period, having my period, or, or I just, just got my done period. having my period, and there's just like three or four days that are just kind of like just f- f- free free falling. Just, I'm just fine. I'm fine. <laughs> ah, hormones. Um, I but you know I I just think. Everybody is naive. I mean, obviously, I think Snape is going to be a bad guy at some point. And um, I think it's rapidly approaching. I mean, I guess we'll see. It definitely, there are a lot of seedy signs pointing to some some dangerous things. Uh, Lupin, by the way, has been hanging out with the werewolves. He's uh, supposed to, like, live among the werewolves and try to convince them to, like, be on Dumbledore's side. They're not. Fenrir Greyback, who is notorious. Who who is the who is the werewolf who made Lupin? Yeah, who bit werewolf. He's known for not only like planning, he hates humans. He plots out when he's gonna turn into a werewolf and make sure he's near someone who needs to bite. By the way, usually a kid. What a yeah. fucking pussy. I'm sorry. What a pet wolf. He's a pet wolf. Yeah, that you're just like, I really want to get kids. I just fucking want to yeah. bite into some juicy Super young fucking tinder. creepy playground shit. That's a registered sex offender. Okay. Like, you know, uh, in Michael, uh, you know that music video thriller where Michael Jackson turns into, I think, a werewolf? Mm-hmm. That's Fenrir Greyback. Hilarious. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. So Lupin's trying to spy. Oh, that and- is, That's brilliant. Jessica oh, but Michelle. also, thank you. Thinner Grayback was mentioned by Draco to Bergen oh, yeah, and Burke. Because he said he was gonna when he went into uh, the shop, he name dropped. He's like, my, I wouldn't, t- you know, I'm very good friends with Thinner Grayback, and that's sort of fucking, eh, I don't know. But here's where shit gets kind of weird for me. Percy shows up at the borough. Percy 1000% did not want to be there. He yeah. was absolutely a thousand percent doing it to satisfy his bra, his boss, Rufus, Rufus Grimjower. They both, uh, they show up, they drop by in the middle of dinner. Of course, Mrs. Weasley's like so happy. Um, oh my God, Percy finally came home. And that's the story that Scrimjower is giving. Oh, we were in the neighborhood. So Percy wanted to drop by and Percy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Percy th- did not want to drop by at all. Percy, Percy was just like, f- Ugh. yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Uh, it's it's very seedy. And the real purpose of Percy and Scrimjar's visit is because Scrimjar wants to talk to Harry. Yeah. Uh, such bullshit. So they go out. He's like, oh, Harry, let's go outside. Which was weird because at first he's like, pretended he didn't know who he was. Like, yeah, yeah but could perhaps you young boy could show me the garden. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Give me a tour. Or you I don't, don't know you. Yeah. You don't recognize the chosen one. You're the minister oh, the of magic. Man who's been in the news. Oh, me, moi, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's go outside and have a little chit chat, Ruf, Rufio. <laughs> a friendly chit chat. And he's, I mean, he's asking a lot of questions. He asks about the prophecy. He's like, oh, uh, uh, you know, whether or not he's the chosen one or if he thinks, if Harry thinks he's the chosen one. And, has Dumbledore told you anything? And Harry's just like blowing it off. He, first yeah. of all, how dare you scam the Weasleys and pretend that Percy gives a shit? More importantly, sorry, your whole fucking office in the Daily Prophet was campaigning against him and Dumbledore and now you want to fucking yeah. get... 
Yeah, go fuck yourself. By the way, I can't help but think because when Luna Lovegood said he was a vampire, I was like, well, this feels very vampire-ish. Just trying to suck the blood and joy suck out of Harry. information out, out of, of Harry. He's trying to he suck off the sucked, info. You know what? He probably turned Percy into a vampire. Percy's probably a vampire That's now. what you think is that Scrimgeour's yeah. a vampire. He turned Percy into a vampire. That's uh-huh. why they're here at night. They couldn't come mm-hmm. during the day. Hmm? Yeah. It's nighttime. Yep. An interesting theory. Out and about at Nuete. I don't know if that's night in any language. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it sounds great. He's Nuete? Nuete. No, that probably means something in some language. Uh, if you're listening on our Patreon, let's, let me know if Nuete is night in any language, because it sounds like it could be. Nuete um, in Italian. Anyways, so Scrimjaw is like beating around La Bush. Yeah. And finally just like, all right, here we go. He basically, I'm going to get to the point. Yeah. He's like, look, we could really use you being sort of a figurehead for the ministry. It would look really good if you were coming in and out. Yeah. Can you can you be a little bit of a mouthpiece kind of like make us look good? And it's like, get fucked. It's like, yeah, he wants like a celebrity endorsement. He's like, oh, yeah. if the public thinks Harry Potter's here, then, you know, if there's if, he, if they think he supports the ministry, he. um. You know, then they'll feel safer because everyone thinks yeah, yeah, yeah. he's fucking the chosen one. We've been anointed by the chosen one. We're good. We fucked up last year when we called him uh, him and Dumbledore pieces of shit. Yeah, we and called problem them all crazy. But, but now we're cool. Not only are we cool, but Harry thinks we're the best. Yeah. We're fine now. Like they're 100 percent trying to use and manipulate him. It's it's so much political bullshit. It makes me think of that time that uh, The Rock for once in his life announced who he was voting for, which thank God it was Joe Biden. But like how much money did the Democratic Party pay you to just pretend that you aren't a f- raging Republican? Are you out oh, of your yeah, fucking yeah, mind? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that, that is that is the worst. That is that is an a payoff of, of epic proportion. Oh, the guy who uh, has publicly talked about maybe he would run for president as a Republican is voting for Joe Biden. OK, I mean, he mm. probably he did. He probably did. But like that they made him. There's no way he was. He, he was isolating because... his fan base for a small amount of money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. No. no. Uh, um, so, you know, Scrimgeous trying to kiss his ass. He's like, you know, I know you want to be an aura. We could like introduce you to some auras. We could have him show you the ropes. But he also fucks up and mentions he's like, you know, my friend Dolores Umbridge. Why would he do that? Like, Did he not get the memo? He, yeah. Who doesn't know? Did, about the douchery of Dolores. Did no one fill him in on the fact that everyone at Hogwarts wishes she were burned at a stake like the witches of Salem? Ugh. I would love to watch Dolores Umbridge burn in her little suit. Uh, her little pink suit. Just hemming <coughs> to death. <coughs> <coughs> Choking on the fumes of her own body. She's like, ahem, ahem. Um, she doesn't, they just smoke her to death. They put her in a smoker and she just hems to death. Oh God. Um, but I love that Harry calls it out. He's like, yo, uh, bullshit, like, bro. Yeah, fuck bullshit. you. Oh, you want me no. to pretend that I'm part so that people trust you? Oh, you want me to just be a fucking cog in your wheel? Fuck you. You don't get to yeah, use my Harry, face. Harry Potter doesn't fake orgasms. Okay. Absolutely not. He comes when he Hard. wants to. And if he doesn't want to come, he's not coming. No, but if, but if he does watch out. It's a a big load. It's going to come. I mean, he just, he goes after them for their bullshit. Uh, He's like, you guys don't even know what you're doing. You're holding Stan Shunpike, who's definitely not 
uh, a Death Eater. You're just using him as yeah, a scapegoat. Yeah, let the fucking guy go. And and he, by the way, flashes the I will not tell lies scar. He's like, sorry, can't tell lies. Uh, your good friend, Dolores Umbridge, gave yeah, me this shit. She, she gave me this scar, that cunt. Yeah. He's, I mean, it's just basically like, you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. How fucking dare you? Here's what pisses me off is, is how, how has anyone not learned their lesson about the power of the dynamic duo that is Harry Potter and Albus Dumbledore, Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, that it like, took how I, it's like, it shocks me that it's like, sorry, after everything that's happened, do you think that he's not going to be on Dumbledore's side? Oh, the only person who was realistic about what was happening. The only person that believed Harry and trusted yeah. him. You think he'll be like, fuck that guy. You, the two guys who saved the day, who are constantly saving the day, the two, the best wizard known to man and wizard kind. Yeah. Uh, and then Harry Potter, who's the fucking chosen one. Like, why aren't you getting on board with these two? Yeah, it's. I, and it's just like he they could have asked for his legitimate help. Like he could yeah. have gone, you know, we would love for you to come in and talk to us and share what you know, share your insight. They yeah. said, we would like for you to show up and be around so it looks like you're doing something. Yeah. Which is also, by the way, they might as well go, we don't actually think you're capable of doing anything, but other people do. So we would like people yeah, yeah. to think we associate with we you. We love smoke and mirrors. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. We're not going to actually get anything done. Yeah. It's like when people like tag themselves in a picture with a celebrity that they like beg to take a picture, but they post it as if I was just hanging out with Dave Chappelle. And you're like, go yeah. fuck yourself. Uh, I love it when people check in at, at uh, studios. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, just at the Sony lot. It's like, no, you're walking past it. You're on a walk. <laughs> yeah. And you stumbled across the Sony lot. And they're like, oh, shit. I'm going to pretend I'm here. Fucking God help us all. Oh, and the, at Scrimjow is like, oh, I guess you're as if it's an insult. He goes, well, I guess you're just yeah, yeah. Dumbledore's man through and through. <laughs> like, yeah, I am. I can't wait to see who plays Scrimjower. I'm excited for you to see. It's going to be pretty awesome. The, this chapter ends basically with Harry fucking doing an about face and going back in like, fuck yourself. You can stay out here and get eaten by the lawn gnomes for all I give a fuck. Yeah. And we roll or into he can our just vampire away because he's a vampire. I love I that, trust Luna love good. I love that your theory is Scrimjaw is a vampire and he's taken Percy with him. This is mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think Percy go die. I he, think Percy. I think Percy expires in this book. You think per you think Percy's gonna die? Mm hmm. Um, I damn. think per Percy uh, goes over to the dark side. I mean, what is the dark? I mean, is the at this point is the Ministry not the dark side? I don't know. Like, what the fuck are they doing over there? But let's roll yeah. into the next chapter. Seventeen. All right. A sluggish memory. This was interesting. Well, what it are you thinking actually, when you see the you know title? What, when I saw the title, I was like, oh, I, just because I knew the pensive was the thing that's going on. I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to use one of Slug's memories. OK, yeah, it's a little I guess it is a little, it's a, it's a little on. It's, it's a little on the sh on the schnoz. Yeah, on the schnoz, indeed. Uh, all right. So the New Year's here. Holiday season is ending. They all go back to school via flu powder because a, a one time network has been open for them to flu powder in. And they flew powder into. um. Mrs. What's we her face's office? Oh yeah, and uh, um, McGonagall's office. Who like yeah. barely looks up because people are just flu powdering in. Miss Weasley, by the way, they're saying goodbye. She's a mess, partly because she's saying goodbye, partly because she's still 
so upset about Percy, like pretending to come home and then fucking storming out with Scrimjower. Yeah. Um, oh, this is a fun circle back given our running our filthy mouths. The Gryffindor password has been changed to abstinence. Abstinence. Because. Wow. There, that's I'm, crazy. I forgot. I forgot about that completely. I mean, that is telling of what's going on with these horny oh, teenagers. But more Sam importantly, Sam is very proud of himself. Producer Sam is 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 truly high fiving. He put right that now. in our uh, our show notes, and I'm glad he included it. It was also because the fat lady apparently drank all of the wine in an in another photograph, but also probably getting dicked down left and right. Is she fat? Is she pregnant? We'll find out. Watch as the story unfolds. I can't bum, wait. Bum. It's a food baby. Ah, um, uh, the best kind of baby. She ate too much during Christmas. Ah, uh, the best Christmas. She's I'm, having diarrhea. Cha cha cha. Abstinence. <sighs> don't try to fuck anyone because they might have diarrhea. Get in the common room, kids. <sighs> Ron and Hermione still fucking add-ins with each other. Lavender now calls him one one, which is. I gotta be honest. That drives me crazy. It drives me crazy too, and that is coming from someone who talks to her dog so much that the dog voice has now slid over into the way I talk to my boyfriend. So I often talk in dog voice to my boyfriend. Let's let me, let me, let me, uh, let me just interject really quick all, all the time. You guys do it all the time now. Mm-hmm. Well, we're trapped. It, it started off. It started off a little bit and it's slowly progressed to a lot of it. I'm not going to apologize for having someone I love who is okay with me talking to them like a dog. Do and not apologize because it is wildly entertaining to me. Gotta say slippery slope into him not wanting to fuck me. It's got at some point you can't be like, you want me to chuck on your penis? You want me to put your little weenie in my mouth? Oh, good boy. Oh, yes. Come inside me. I want to have a booby. I want to have a puppy. Rough, rough. Rough, rough. Um, and then I literally go, should we get another puppy? Um, but so she's just very schoolgirlish. One, one. She's got like, you know, that's her dude. She's excited about it. Ginny and, and Dean are still a thing. Although it seems like Jenny's getting a little like bored of Dean, as you do at that age. Because she wants to be with Harry Potter. I don't think she does. I think she's just, I think she's just a teenage she girl. She's over it. He, she gonna give him that red little puss. I think, I think that has, yeah. I, I, I don't think no. that has anything to do with her being disinterested in Dean. That's my opinion. Harry clearly has the hots for her. I think she's just, I mean, let's be honest. To be frank, we've seen Jenny have a few boyfriends at this point. She grows tired of people. Yeah. I mean, she's a hoe. I, I love it. Jenny the hoe. I love that Jenny was like giving her brother shit because she's like, you're a fucking prude who hasn't gotten his dick wet. And then it's just like, she's just out there hoeing it up. Yeah. Which is, I'm here for that. I'm here for a little gender reversal in like, who's pressuring who to be a hoe. Cause usually, you know, it's like the guy being like, Oh, you're fucking prude. And in this case, it was the girl being like, I you're a loser. I, I'd like to take a step backwards. Uh, mm-hmm. At no point did my brother ever tell me I should fuck more. I think with brothers, usually they're like, I don't want to know I that you're a sexual I think I was just speaking generally being. and not necessarily in the uh, brother-sister realm. Now that you say that, it is actually extremely creepy. Yeah, I was like, sorry, was your brother telling you you need to get out there and fuck more? Yeah, I. Uh, in my mind, I didn't actually see them as brother and sister until you just said that. And now I'm like, ew. 
Yeah, I feel like it's pretty typical for uh, the male sibling to go, hey, don't be a slut (laughs) because you're not allowed to be a woman with sexual uh, freedom because my friends might be like, she's hot. So they have to call you a slut. Yeah. Um, Anyway, how many of my brother's friends did I hook up with? The world may never know. How many did you hook up with? I have no idea. I don't, I mean, how could I keep track? Stopped counting. There's so many friends. So they get back. Harry sees Hermione, obviously downloads her on everything that happened at the borough. Um, and then uh, they start having apparition. Apparition lessons. Apparition lessons. Apparition. And I'm fucking pumped for this. Did you just say that again for me? Apparition lessons? Apparition lessons. Apparition? 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 I think it's apparition. It doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. And neither are they because they can't apparate. Okay. Ron's excited. As if, what, do you think you're just going to come in hot and be good at this lesson when you've been pretty much average at anything you do? (sighs) Harry's got another private lesson. Infuriating. It's so annoying. I mean, Harry goes and does this private lesson with Dumbledore, kind of gives him the the DL on Scrimgeour. Uh-huh. And we have like a touching moment here where when Harry repeats the story of him going, oh, I guess you're just Dumbledore's guy through and through. And he says, yeah, I am. You get a little teary-eyed. Dumbledore. Yeah. He goes, oh, oh, he's touched. He's Yeah. He's like That's a tender moment. Wow, Harry. That truly means a lot that the chosen one believes in me. That you yeah. trust me. Beautiful. I mean, it's so their relationship is so special. It's it's incredible. I wish I liked the actor more who played Dumbledore. Uh which one? The new the current one. Current Dumbledore? Well. Yeah. I mean I don't it's love. a it's a small group of people to choose from because honestly, most people who fit the typecast of Dumbledore have given up on their acting career at that. They're for sure. They went, it's just not happening for me. Like it's the bottom of a Santa Claus barrel. That, well, that guy had been going to adult diaper commercials for the last 35 years. And he's like, I struck gold. I'm going to be in I a got picture. the greatest role ever for old people. I and mean, it's not Santa. What do agents do at the... Oh, we have, there's an old, old person. I don't know. Uh, we've got this 35 year old woman. Could she play Dumbledore? She's pretty old. Like, how do they, where do they find people to do the parts? So offensive and truly, truly real. Um, uh, I'm almost, I'm almost able to play Dumbledore. You're on your way. Uh, uh, in just 10 more years. Cause I'm only 25. That's right. Uh, is she even, has she even been born yet? Well, who is this fetus? Who? I'm such a baby. Uh, it's pensive so time. So he goes to see Dumbledore, tells him that, you know, he, he, they're, they're homies, uh, l- lots of, lots of emotions. And then they hop into the pensive. Yep. Um, and they're getting, they're checking out two different memories. This one, the first one is from Morphin Gaunt, who we know is the weird ass kid. Uh, who was the child of uh, Marvolo Gaunt, mm-hmm. Tom Riddle's grandfather. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, Dumbledore somehow secured this from him while he was in Azkaban before he died. Mm-hmm. So now we know Morphin Gaunt is dead. We go into the memory. We see Voldemort seeking out the Gaunt family home. He finds his uncle Morphin there. Morphin's an asshole. He's still like, go fuck yourself. Um, mm-hmm. He also thinks that Voldemort's Tom Riddle Sr., which obviously clues Voldemort in that he looks like whoever his muggle father is. So, yep, yep, yep. Uh, and he's kind of like, you know, go fuck yourself, mudblood, bullshit, it's muggle, 
horse's ass. But then, of course, Voldemort starts speaking to him in parcel tongue. And he's like, whoa, wait a minute. And shit is on. He's like, wait, what? Okay, hold up. Morphin tells Voldemort all about their family history. He points out the like the ring on his finger, this big fucking fancy ring, um, which is also the ring that we've well, seen. That Dumbledore had in the office. Had in the office that it, we, we had previously seen on his hand. He also tells Voldemort where Tom Riddle Sr. Uh, lives because he, you know, he gives the story of, well, my fucking gross sister ran off with a muggle, blah, blah, blah. And then the scene goes black. The memory ends. Like all the lights go out, everything stops. And according to Dumbledore, the next thing Morphin knew, he was lying on the floor of the house, his ring gone. So he has no memory of anything. That's why they don't see anything. Something happened. Mm. Fucking, he was robbed. Lights went out. And then he was charged for the murder of Tom Riddle Sr. And his parents. Yeah. So they turn up missing. A maid went rogue running down the street like, oh my God, I found their dead bodies. And as we know, Avada Kedavra leaves no sign of anything happening. So So they don't know what happened, but they were able to check the wand that belonged to Morphin because you can download the history of what a wand does. Yeah, we've seen that before. We've seen that happen when uh, Winky the Elf nabbed someone in the the forest at the... Quidditch World Cup. We also saw Prior Incantatum. That's that's the spell. That's correct. Uh, we also saw a sort of version of that. I guess it wasn't Prior Incantatum, but when at the end of Goblet of Fire, when Harry and Voldemort face off, and we start seeing the past yeah, and that, and spells come out of Voldemort's wand. Um, yep. So, I mean, is a smoking gun. You know what I mean? Smoking mm-hmm. wand. They. It's a smoking wand. It's a smoking wand. So they go, well, we know you hate muggles. We've, I'm assuming the ministry, we've seen the ministry come there before. They've obviously had an eye on him. These muggles turn up dead. They're like, fuck you. You're going away forever. So this is making a murderer in the wizarding world. It, it, it really is. He's just like, oh, but I didn't do it. Um, and then he had manipulated his memory. So he really, truly thought he had done it. That's what's crazy. Um, yeah, well, he thinks that Voldemort manipulated his memory. Voldemort manipulated Morphin's memory. So Morphin is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like confessed to this. Like he he actually thought he did it. But it's also like. I wonder if he actually thought he did it or if like he just wanted the credit because he hated muggles so much. So he's like, oh, I'll go down yeah. in history as the guy that killed these fucking gross muggles. At what point was this? At what point did this take place? Like, where was Voldemort in his evolution? He was young. He was, I think, late. Like, was he doing this on just like a summer vacation? Yeah, it was like late Hogwarts years. So this was over like a vacation or a summer. He's in school. Uh, He knows, you know, Dumbledore obviously knows that Voldemort stole the family ring. Yeah, I wonder, uh, like, uh, God, you know, it's like, he went into school. Voldemort went into school, like already like knowing that he had powers, but it's like everyone has more powers. Than, yeah. Which is more than, but, but he knew what he could do like good and bad. It's so crazy to me that, you know, I'm wondering what year this was when he was in school that he's like already laying down a Vada Kedavra, you know, that's true. I mean, it's gotta be at least a few years in because of kind of the stuff we see next. Uh, they go to another memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Tom Riddle during his time at Hogwarts. He's gathered at one of Slughorn's little gatherings, parties, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, he's kind of surrounded by his little group of cronies. It feels like a very Malfoy vibe-ish where like he's clearly the leader. 
He's also wearing the ring. So, which means at this point, they're looking at a memory after when he killed the riddles. So, um, and so this is where it gets weird. In the middle of the memory, the room fills with like a weird fog. And, uh, uh, cause we see Slughorn. It's a young Slughorn with hair, which is hilarious. It's like, we're not Mm -hmm. used to seeing it going on about, Oh, you're so smart and you're so great. And then it gets foggy and you just hear a louder version of Slughorn's voice go, you'll go wrong, boy. Mark my words. And nobody in the memory acknowledges the fog because it, it fades. It lifts. This feels like when I try to edit my own audio for podcasts, by the way, and I'm like, Oh, I'll just drop in. I'll just put in, you know, a little plug. And it's just, if I do it, it on sounds- my own, it's like, and now we're, we're cutting to a break. <laughs> By the way, th- none of this made sense to me. I, th- it's I'm i so glad we're, we're going over this. Cause I'm like, wait, what? This was so confusing to me. Like in the dream, like what, what was, you'll go wrong. My boy. Well, it's, it's definitely Slughorn's voice. So we're supposed to believe that he, was just going, oh, I already know you're not a good wizard and I'm on to you. And then the fog sort of clears. We see Tom ask Slughorn what a Horcrux is. And before you can hear him say anything, the fog returns and you hear uh, Slughorn's voice go, I don't know anything about Horcruxes. Wait, I don't, I don't, I don't know nothing about Horcruxes, boy. And I wouldn't tell you if I did. No, no, I don't know. I don't know about I don't know anything about 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 Horcruxes. Now, and I, I wouldn't tell you if I did. Now go now on. You and, get. Now get. Go on and get. Get out of here. Don't let me, don't let me catch you mentioning them again. So it's just that weird fog, foghorn fog. There's so many fog. Foghorn, slughorn. So they come out of it. Harry's confused. And Dumbledore tells Harry, you know, this memory has been tampered with. So it literally it, it literally is what I do when I try to add a break into audio. But someone has done it to the memory. They've gone in and been like, well, we'll just make this memory something different. So if he got this memory from Slughorn, if Slughorn gave Dumbledore the memory, that's what happened. Correct. Yeah. So Slughorn gave it to him and, and tweaked the memory. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah. And that's and Dumbledore also, I think, believes that. And so he gives Harry an assignment. I need you to, you know, he really likes you. Slughorn's real into you. I need you to retrieve the real memory. No, Interesting. And no matter what you have to do, you have to get that memory. It is of the utmost importance. Interessante. Very interessante. So... Big assignment ahead, big task ahead. Uh, and we've got a big chapter coming up right after this. We're going to take a quick break. I'm the of me. Chapter 18, birthday surprises. It's getting crazy. Uh, Gotta be honest, I didn't know whose birthday it was. Yeah, you were kind of... I don't... I was like, whose birthday... It couldn't be Harry's. I was like, when is Hermione's? When have we ever celebrated anybody's birthday besides Harry? I know. It's so funny because they make such a big deal about how like, I don't I don't have any friends around for my birthday, but like they never mention his other friends' birthdays. It's yeah, never. Honestly, very self-centered Harry Potter, but it is also very self-centered. Harry what Potter and the whatever whatevers. So <laughs> sounds like Hermione and Ron are going to need an Al-Anon meeting for all of the dealings that they've had to go through with a narcissist. Anyways, Juan Juan. Yeah. One, one. And Hermione's still not getting along. Still fucking. Uh, Harry's having to say everything separately to each of them and like retell the stories because they just will not get along. 
They go to potions class. This is the first time that uh, the Half-Blood Prince doesn't come through. I'm starting to think the Half-Blood Prince might be Snape. Snape? Okay, then it's not Snape. Wait, what was your logic? Let's explore I don't know. That. I just... Because of what happened in this. Um, the, the prince's note of uh, shove the b- bezor, bezor? bezor yeah. down the throat. And then he remembered that that's something that Snape had said. I think so it's... I'm like, oh, maybe Snape had learned that. You know, I don't know. Oh, I feel like Snape was the potions teacher. So maybe that was the... I would have thought that was the... Here's what to do before you actually learn how to do anything. And later you'll learn how to do something. But that's an interesting theory. Uh, but you know what? Now that now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't think that's it. And I'm reading it again. Just shove the bezor, bezor down their throat. That sounds very aggressive. It does. It sounds kind of like, fuck you. It, it almost sounds like you're giving a finger to antidotes, which, which is like, I feel like maybe you're going to learn all these potions. Shouldn't you learn? Why wouldn't you learn the antidotes? Also, I feel like this is kind of maybe a Voldemort thing. Like maybe this is Voldemort's book because Voldemort is a half blood. That's true. And he is Lord Voldemort. I mean, at some point, perhaps he called himself a prince. Um, yeah. Also, just the pompousness. Shove a yeah. baser down their just throat. Just shove a down their throat. It is very aggressive. Like, Voldemort's the kind of guy who gets a blowjob and definitely like suffocates the girl oh, on yeah, his dick. Oh, yeah, holds her head there. And he's like, ha Way too long. Yeah. And he's like, take that, you little fucking witch. Uh, Do you think he would ever let a muggle blow him? No. He's, he wouldn't put himself anywhere near a muggle. I wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole. He's the Grinch. But like, what if he, what if the last person on earth, like what if he needed to nut so bad and like the last person on earth was a muggle? I feel like one of the joys of being a wizard, especially one who's extremely unattractive and probably unlikable is you can kind of like bippity boppity come. I don't know if you need to fuck a muggle. But do you think bippity boppity blow a load? Bippity boppity blow. Yeah. Bippity boppity spooch. Yeah. Um, so I just think, first of all, when did he get ugly? I don't know. I don't really know. I, he was so handsome for so long. Like, how did you get, by the way, what if by like wizard standards, he's hot, you know, I feel like, like we're sitting here making fun of the guy. Cause he has no nose, but like, what if that's like a hot thing? I feel like it's not. Cause we've seen girls swoon over wizards. Uh, I mean, no, it's just can't be. It can't be. I don't People know what happened though. Fuck Osama bin Laden. People love bad boys. I'm sorry. What did you just say? Did you say you want to fuck Osama bin Laden? No, but there are women who do. There are women who did. I, are there? Yeah. Are you? You didn't know that? Positive? Thousand percent. There's like legions of women who want to fuck Osama bin Laden. He's dead. Okay. We're being told that the producer, our producer, Sam, will cut all of the fucking Osama bin Laden references. Okay. So... Harry, Harry ends up doing this bezoar, bezoar, beza, whatever. He like panics. He's like, oh, he's going to like find out I'm a fraud. And he remember he sees that note and he's like, I'll just go grab one. Hope it works. And Slughorn thinks it's cheeky. Like instead of going, fuck you, do the work. He's like, 
Pierce. Clever boy. Oh my clever, God. Clever, clever boy. And he's so like, oh, Harry, you are just like your mother. Just always thinking on your feet. So original. So witty. You should learn how to do an antidote. But... I'm impressed. 10 points to Gryffindor for being extra cheeky. Of course, fucking Hermione's pissed because she was finally. Yeah, Hermione's losing her fucking blood. Because she was like. Well, half blood prince can't help you now. And guess what? He did. Fucking. You don't always get to be the best, Hermione, because sometimes someone else years ago is better. You have friends who have a cheat code. And people cheat. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. BA select start, bitch. Fuck. Yes, I don't know what that means, but I feel like that is a code for something. That's an extra life code for Contra on Nintendo. Wow. Look at you. You're the real nerd here. Okay, so after class, now that Harry's charmed the teacher, uh, he corners Slughorn. And he asks him... um, uh, About Horcruxes. Horcruxes. Which we... Did we use the word? Did we mention what Voldemort said in the last... Before the break? I don't know, but that's what... uh, He'd asked about. I think we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, boo, you horror cracks. Um, and Slughorn's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. Uh, Dumbledore obviously sent you here. Like, he immediately knows. Like, clearly. This is so shady to me. This is so weird. Like, oh, first of all, I still don't know what a horror crux is. Uh, yeah, no. Th- this is. Why is he so fucking shady and weird about it? I don't know. It's very weird. He tampered with the memory, which is like, so Dumbledore obviously assumes whatever Horcrux is, however Voldemort knows about it. I I assume he went to, it must be potion related if he went to Slughorn and went, did you ever, you were his potions teacher. Did you ever tell him about Horcruxes? And he's like, he must have asked about them. That's what I feel like this is. And he he just gets really nervous and he's like I I gave him the memory that's how it is there's nothing to see here get out like he basically is just like fuck you he didn't say fuck you but he's he's like embarrassed and weird yeah and Harry's like oh shit this is gonna be a fucking nightmare getting this this is gonna be a lot harder than I thought it was yeah so it's like oh I thought I could just walk in and and ask and we're buddy buddy but I I think and I don't think he realized how serious it was until that happened though that he's like oh this is not something he's trying to disclose, which is very telling considering how much he wants to kiss Harry's ass all the time. It, it, see, it's so funny because every time, obviously, there's like a new teacher or professor introduced, according to the JK formula, I'm like, okay, this person is immediately, their head is on the chopping block. They're they're only with Lupin. And I'm trying to think what other... Trelawney hasn't been a bad teacher. But Trelawney wasn't introduced in the way like Lupin was as like a dark arts teacher. Well, he, well, Slughorn's not a dark arts teacher. Slughorn's not a dark arts teacher. So it's like, what is this? What, this is like a weird uncharted territory thing. But uh, I think, I think Slughorn, just because of his affiliation with Slytherin, I think he's, he's up to no good somehow. So you think he's not a I think he's kind of, I think he's a, he's like a, like a, He's the person who's ready to switch sides at any point, you know, like whoever's in the lead, that's the side he's on. Oh, yeah. He's bandwagon for sure. I think. I mean, I don't know if that's so true, but me, that makes like, sense. It's an accurate yeah. assessment of his personality. Yeah. Yeah. He just seems like the kind of person like whatever that modified memory was. It was like so. So Dumbledore doesn't find out that he's like ready to flip to the other side at any moment. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly trying to hide something, which is yeah. very mysterious. And now it's also like. 
Well, now he knows that Harry is trying to get it. So that adds an extra hurdle in Harry getting the memory. But oh, they have their their appar their apparating yeah uh, cl class yeah onto something a little uh, more fun. This is exciting. They're learning how to apparate apparition. There's a, there's a ministry apparate apparition teacher there who's like very f like frail and wispy, and <laughs> which makes Harry think like, does apparating too much like wither you away? Which I think is funny, and also I am curious to know. Uh, <laughs> Like it, it's really weird. So they get, they get, you know, sectioned off to, you know, everyone fucking listen up. Here's the instructions. Harry overhears Malfoy talking to Crab, saying like, it's taking longer than I thought. Like he's explaining something. Um, and he instructs Crab. Tells him to keep a lookout. Yeah. Keep like continue keeping a lookout. And so it's, it's just very, hmm. Like he's, it's adding to the suspicions. And then he checks his Marauders map, which is always anytime the Marauders map gets busted out. I'm like, oh, well, this is going to solve everything, but he can't find him on it. Okay. Yeah. He's like, he's how, constantly how can you him. disappear on the Marauders map? The only way you could disappear, even if you're under the invisibility cloak, you can still be seen on the Marauders yeah. map, right? So what's going on? I don't know. And I, yeah, I'm this, I'm this whole part. I was like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. It's like, I mean, he'll sometimes see Crab and Goyle, but they don't see, he doesn't see Malfoy. It's like very strange. But then that also makes him think like, oh, they're not always with Malfoy. But then he, he starts thinking about like, well, Ron and Hermione, you know, they used to always be inseparable and they're not always together. So maybe, maybe that's not suspicious. Maybe they're just growing apart. Yeah. Um, it's all very strange. It's very strange. It's all very strange. And then Ron's birthday. So yeah. here's the birthday. He, Ron wakes Ron's up. birthday. He's got a stack of presents. He grabs a box of chocolates, starts eating the chocolates. Classic Ron move to just shovel food into his gullet. There is absolutely nothing wrong with shoveling food into your face. I think literally everyone listening to this podcast would disagree with you. All of them, every single one, they would disagree with. So I, you know what? That's the only thing about Ron that I completely agree with is his insatiable appetite. He has, uh, he has poverty mouth. He has. There's food, and we don't always have food where I live, so I'm gonna eat all the food. The Wait, fact that he's not morbidly obese. Poverty mouth. Yeah, yeah, I did, and I have it. So. I don't know if that's a real term, but if it's not, you officially need to get that in the urban dictionary. I don't think it is. I, I haven't heard it somewhere, but it makes sense to me that it's like, you know, I have to finish the plate because what if there's not another plate for three weeks? Yeah. Poverty mouth. I get it. He's it's got a real case of the poverty mouth. So the, do I have poverty mouth then? Because I'm always eating? No. You snack a lot. You don't eat meals. So the amount you eat isn't weird. You just snack a lot. Okay. Um, okay. It's a little weird that you decide to do it while we're recording a podcast, but mm -hmm. that's neither here oh, nor know, there. When the, when the hunger hits, you got to go with it. Uh, um, so the, but these are the chocolates and I forgot about that. These were the chocolates that were given to Harry from Ramilda. Yeah. Who was trying to poison him with a love spell, but he did like, because he didn't want to be rude. He took the chocolates and he's like, I'll try them later. And he had just thrown them put him in his trunk where they were with the Marauders map. So when he gets the Marauders map out, he put the chocolates out and then he just like cast you know, them aside and poverty mouth. Ron is like, Ugh. Ron just thought they had fallen off his pile 
of presents, which I guess is logical. Like, yeah, you know, he didn't pick them up on a regular day. But Ron. And then I love when Ron's like, Harry, I love Ramilda. Yeah, he's like. I don't think she even knows who I am. And Harry's like, who are you talking about? He thought because he thought he was talking about Lavender first. He's like, I just. I can't stop thinking about her. And he's like, Lavender? And he's like, oh, God, no. no. Are you going to start calling her Lav Lav? Ugh, gross. Also, a line in the book. Uh, yeah, that was the line. Right? Was, Is that, did he say that yeah, or did Hermione say that? He said that. You're he right, said, you're right. Uh, I was like, wait. Harry said that to Ron. He's like, oh, what are you going to do? Start calling her Lav Lav Sorry, you or said that and like I thought that. we had skipped something. I was like, wait. Uh-uh. Uh, no, no. Yeah, no, he's like, because I can't deal with, with that, which is fair. But he's just like, obsessed with Romilda and that's how Harry realizes what happened he's like oh my god he's like oh shit you ate these you ate my chocolates you fucked so Harry he's like oh shit I gotta get you we gotta get you an antidote yeah which also like by the way he says something about Romilda and Ron like punches him in the head and oh hilarious he's like we've got to get you to yeah but like him going, you have a love potion is it doesn't register because of the love potion. Yeah. So he's like, you know, uh, he Ron goes, can you introduce me to her? Hilarious. Oh, but he says that to Lavender Brown when they're heading out. Yeah. Because because Harry's like, yeah, I can introduce her. Uh, she's going to be in Slughorn's office because she has uh, extra lessons with him because he's like, who can solve this problem? The fucking potions master. And they're leaving and Lavender's waiting with a gift like one, one. And he's like, I don't care about you. Harry's going to introduce me. Later, I'm off to meet Ramelda Vane, which I mean, can you imagine being a 16 year old girl? You've been making out with this guy nonstop and he comes out on his birthday. You have a gift for him. She obviously really likes him. And he's like, I love someone who's not you. I mean, Honestly, she's going to she's going to end up in the infirmary. She's going to start cutting herself. I mean, do they treat regular wounds like that? Ugh. How do wizards cut themselves? Do they just like burn themselves with a wand? Just Yeah, they do. They do the I will not tell lies. Oh, God. And they're like, oh, the I'm coming. Shit. So they get down there. He brings Ron and he's like, Slughorn, dude, you got to help me. And Ron's behind him like, where is she? I want to see her. And Slughorn's like, oh, this is, I'm surprised you can't come up with a fix for this. You're, you know, the best student we have. You're the best. You're so good at this. And he's like, well, you know, I just, I've never made a love potion antidote before. Antidote. So I didn't want to like mess it up. And, uh, and Slughorn's like, well, I mean, was how old's the love potion? It could be a lot stronger. And then just looking at Ron, he's like, oh, this is really serious. But to kind of keep Ron under wraps, because he's just in where the fuck is Romilda's zone. He's mm-hmm. like, well, come on in. I have a drink of this. It'll it'll calm your nerves uh, before mm-hmm. she gets here. He just plays along with Harry going, oh, she's uh-huh. just not here yet. And he gives. Ron, the, he gives him some meat. Well, he gives him an antidote first. Oh, yeah. He gives Ron an antidote, which makes him. Good. It's like, I think Has, the equivalent of eating, you know, eating chocolate after a, a Dementor. It's like to take this, you'll feel yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ron's. Looking kind of grim because he's just come down from a huge high. I'm sure it's like, mm-hmm. you know, a hormone crash. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, let's, let's have a glass of mead. That'll bring up your spirits. Harry's kind of like, oh, maybe it'll, 
you know, loosen up. Again, Mead, we're boozing. These kids are boozing. They are just openly drinking alcohol in school. This I this is I also wonder this is just now getting weird to me. Would I wonder if Slughorn would have offered this to just anybody or if he still wants to be like, Harry, like we're cool, right? Like I'm giving your friend a drink. Like, yeah, cool. Like I got booze and I'm sharing it. I'm the cool teacher. I'm the really cool, cool teacher who's going to get my students lit. Yeah. So he gives them a glass of the meat. Ron chugs it because he's fucking trying to chase a high. He's he's like, I got I want anything to feel better. And holy shit. He starts having a fucking seizure. Yeah. He's convulsing. He's turning blue. He's these just drank poison. So who, what, where is this poison from? What is going on? What is happening? This is a lot for me. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Slughorn was like, oh, I was going to give this mead to Dumbledore, but what he hasn't had, he, you know, he won't, he won't miss what he hasn't had. Oh, so this was I don't for Dumbledore. that. Oh my God. Yeah. That was meant for Dumbledore. Yeah. And he just gave it to a student and that student's been poisoned, which means he was about to give poisoned mead to Dumbledore. Although it seemed like he obviously forgot or didn't know or. On to Rosante. Absolutely. Oh, the plot thickens. Yeah. And by the way, Ron's just laying there dying and Harry thinking quickly because fucking Slughorn's so caught off guard. He's just like, I don't, I don't, I Cause he did. Cause he obviously wasn't expecting this to happen. Uh, and then Harry remembered what the half blood prince taught him. And he goes and he grabs a Bezor and shoves it down Ron's throat. And that's where we leave off. That is I mean, the end of the I can episode. only assume Ron spends a, a considerable period of time uh, in the infirmary after this. We'll see. I mean, which is joyful for me because less Ron, I mean, to be fair, to be clear about where we left off, Ron didn't come back to life. He just stopped moving. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I don't think Ron's dead. We don't know what happened to Ron. Is he dead? Is he brain dead? Will he ever come back? Oh, he could be just a vegetable. Who will be the oh keeper? Oh my God. Ron's going to be in a wheelchair. Do like, I'm sorry. How strong is the wizarding community if people are in wheelchairs? <laughs> There's not a better solution? You can't wizard on some legs? Uh, I mean, these are all very good questions. I can't. I, 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 mean, I have a lot of questions. It seems like you'd be a pretty hacky wizard if you couldn't figure out legs, you know? You just couldn't, like, that. I mean... Uh, literally, I feel like it, those are some of the first lessons you should be learning in wizard school. Well, if nothing else, uh, they just saw that lesson Loki being taught in apparition because people were apparating without their Losing legs. Losing half of their legs. So it seems like a pretty generic spell. I don't know. We'll see what happens. That's where we leave off. Uh, we've got uh, a lot coming up. If you haven't followed us on social media, follow us at Two Filthy Nerds. We're doing some fun stuff only on our social media and also the other place we're doing fun stuff that you can only see exclusively is on our Patreon. Did we mention Patreon it? at patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. 
Join us. We have a fun little community of people. We love everybody. We've we gotten real close with people during this whole quarantine. We do live watches. We uh, only our patrons are are part of the actual live feed. Everyone else is getting the previously recorded live feed, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which we sometimes will chat along in with you guys if you behave or if not, who knows? We'll be there uh, shitting on ourselves just as hard as you're shitting on us. Oh, I love a good shit on me. OK, well, you know. We all have our kinks and I'm not going to shame you mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. No kink shaming here. We are a kink shame free zone. Yes. Uh, also, if you ha- oh, unless that's your kink and then please, please, God, don't burp into the microphones. If you have not already, please subscribe and rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Guys, leave a leave a witty review. Yeah. Say something fun there. Leave a fun wizard pun. Leave, leave a fun non-wizard pun. Maybe it's a diehard pun. Diehard episode drops Wednesday with special guest Josh McCuga from the History Channel. Oh, You're gonna I'm fucking so love excited. Ah, oh, Hans Gruber. Yes. And this week, Bachelorette finally comes to a close. We're getting our finale. We're going to find out. Does she end up with someone? Does she end up alone? <sighs> Is there a horrible earthquake and they all get sucked I into the sea? I got money on the bitch. Ending up alone. At least you're supportive. All right. Listen, Die Hard will be Wednesday. And then after that, chapters 19 through 21 of The Half-Blood Prince will drop a week from now on Saturday, just in time for your Christmas hangover. So hide from your family, sob into the gifts you didn't want. And you should not be seeing your families. You should be hiding from the world. Don't be with your families. Sob alone into your socks because you couldn't be with your families and you drank yourself to near death, much like Ron. And tune in to our next episode and follow the saga of the Half-Blood Prince. Bye. Good night. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production.